Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked into the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch, I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And you heard my guy Bolo just said, this is the porch. And we yes, back. Sir. And we back. And we back. And we back. Like we never left. Like we never left. Hey, I, you know what, bro? You know who Danner fell off real hard, though? I ain't gonna leave cap to you, bro. Chance the Rapper, bro. Have you heard of Chance the Rapper in a long time, bro? I was just bro. thinking about him, and he was I haven't so heard cold at one point. I haven't heard him in a minute. I mean, did he fall off, or is he just... Not putting out music. Not putting out music yet. I think it's a difference. You feel me? <sighs> I, I think it is a difference, but then I think, too, it kind of falls in the same bracket, though. Like, Because you can become irrelevant real quick in that type of industry if you don't put out music you know, back to back. I feel like you got to be like one of the greats, like Lil Wayne or something to take a hiatus like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like right. you can't really just take too much time off because you got to, you're going to get passed up quick. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really been talking about him. Obviously I know he went over to Ghana not too long ago and, you know, was doing some good things over there, but um, I'm ready for some, some more music chance. So chance the rapper, if you listen, if you listening, big dog, go ahead, throw us some music, bro. Cause I remember uh, the coloring book, Bro, mm-hmm. just bro, acid rain, like back in the like back way back when a couple years ago, bro. Chance the rapper was the shit for real. I don't know why he just popped in my head on some silly shit that just came out of nowhere though. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. God is good all the time. Another and day, another dollar, and we got to welcome in our porch family, man. If you've been rocking with us since the beginning, appreciate y'all for sticking around and watching us grow. If you're a new fan welcome because listen man you 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 made the right choice by tuning in whether you're watching us on caffeine if you're listening to us on one of your auto platforms man you made the right choice it's your guy bolo it's me Get it. what's going on man i see first of all i see you got the lft hoodie on man for those who and don't know and it's the old school one too old school short sleeve gray hoodie perfect to work out in perfect to chill perfect to wear doing a podcast my guy swagged out right now man arms looking huge you know what looking it is huge. y'all getting back to a new year i ain't gonna say new me i'm the same person but i'm just trying to be better though that's all I'm that growing. is man so back to it you know super excited to have another episode with my dog man my dog is growing up y'all my dog my dog b-day man is just it's just wild bro is i'm super excited man big two nine big two nine, two nine my guy he, he knock look. Is that you? Oh, he knocking on the door. 30, huh? What we doing? What we doing, huh? <laughs> Don't rush it now. We just turned 29. And if I'm not mistaken, man, can you can you show the people your, your tat real quick? Can you show the can you show the two nine? Y'all know it, what's going down. Hold on. Let me show y'all what's going on. It's right my now. Bolo Bands year. Two oh, nine. My boy used to rock the two nine on, on that football field, knocking Easy, heads man. off. So that's Easy. what I'm doing all year long. I'm knocking heads off. I'm taking I, I'm taking names and numbers. I'm coming for everything that they owe me in hey, two nine. We need it. We need it. We need it all, bro. Hey, show no mercy, bro. None show at all. No mercy. None at all, bro. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information. Bet online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways 
all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Now back to the porch. Let's hop into it, man. I know we got a lot to talk about on, you know, on the porch, man. What's on your mind right now to get a start? So, uh, obviously, we bring y'all another episode uh, of Porch News. Got to bring you the latest and greatest information that's hitting you on the streets, and you want to hear from us first. But if you haven't heard, of, heard it from us first, obviously, you're going to hear it, and you're going to hear our opinion on it. So, the first thing that's going down in per- Porch News, obviously, we just passed Martin Luther King Day, right? Shout out to MLK. Yes. Um, you know, one of the best to do it. Uh, one of the staples, especially in the black community. Uh, he's done a lot for us. Uh, you know, obviously he's been a long time ago. I don't, I think he probably be what, 95 years old. That's how old we getting, you know, about I mean? nine. So, yeah. I think, uh, it might not be a spot on, but somewhere, but in, yeah, 90s, somewhere like in the nineties, 92, 93, like somewhere 90, in yeah, that range. Getting, yeah. getting up there. He's getting up there. So, uh, super excited. So obviously Boston, right. Um, shout out to Boston. Right. So we're going to get into it. So Martin Luther King Jr. And Coretta Scott King, uh, they, they put out a, a big, um, What's the what what am what am I thinking? A statue, right? Yeah, so they finally statue. unveiled the statue of Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King, and it's called the Embrace, where it's just literally two arms uh surrounding each other and they're literally embracing each other. There's no face, there's no body, it's just arms. And the world is in a frenzy right now because it's a mess, it's atrocious. So I guess Ports family, what do y'all think of the statue? It was 10 million dollars if you did not know. So in my opinion, that is considered money wasted. But mm. Dino, what do you think about that that statue? I think the message of it is is, is nice. You know, you talk about embracing, you know, embracing each other, embracing love. You know, you think about Martin Luther King's message and his overall dream is just kind of people of all races, ethnicities, backgrounds coming together and be able to embrace each other. So I think the message of embracing is, is powerful and, and, and that's good. But the statue itself, it's like, come on, y'all. Like, we, we could have did a lot better than that. You could have actually had a, a, a full-body Coretta Scott King, a full-body Martin Luther King, and having them hugging each other, maybe, or holding hands or something, where it's like, like, I don't know. Like, again, I'm not, a, I'm not an artist in terms of making stuff with my hands. So, again, maybe right. I'm seeing things from a different lens. But seeing that, it's like, ah, I feel like we could have been a little bit more creative it took our time. I mean, ten million dollars is a lot, and I feel like you could have just did a little bit more. Again, the message I think is good, but just the overall execution, we could have did better, man. We could have did better, a thousand percent, bro. And I just think it's one of those things where I think they thought about it too much, where it just went over everybody's head. Like, I get it, like the the art of the embrace, and we want to embrace things, but I also think we should be able to walk to the actual statue and recognize who it is so when my kids are you know older and you know they start to have dialogue with me about certain things in black history and stuff and we go out to boston and we're just walking and like dad you know what's that you know that statue right there of you know 
two arm, four arms, and it looks like they're they're holding that. Well, son, that is Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't really tell us anything. Like, you know, right. it could be anybody's hands. Like, you know, put a statue of their face, their bodies, and, and give us a good idea of it. For it to be $10 million, I just think if you really wanted to, you know, show love, you know, you could have donated to HBCU or you could have, you know, donated to, you know, a, a something black, right, to, you know, make sure that that money is going to, you know, somewhere where it, it's really needed because that statue was not needed. Or just give my man his just do and give him a, give him a full like the give him statue. a good statue. Like what Facts. the hell? Like <laughs> like that. It's almost like, like a backhanded want. compliment, almost like it's, it's like, like oh we appreciate it, but yeah, like we not we not about to give you the full thing. We gonna give you some arms. And you know that you know you know social media ate that shit up, bro. They had they had Jody in the headlock on Baby Boy. That's oh, like this, this is what they did, bro. They took the blueprint of, of Jody getting getting in the headlock. I'm like, yeah, man. They they failed us on that one, y'all. They they failed us. So it's man, it's a man, shame. Man. That's crazy. It's bad. That's crazy. Y'all let, let us know in the comments what y'all think, man. Maybe we tripping. Like I said, I'm not an artist in terms of using my hands to make items and things of that nature. So. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe maybe Bolo tripping. Maybe we're just not seeing the vision. So let us know what y'all think. But nah, man, they that ain't it. That ain't it. Not at all, bro. So it's it's so it's so insane. But at the same time, I was like, we appreciate the the forwardness, though. Like I'm not gonna be ungrateful and say we don't appreciate the forwardness. But sometimes we, you know, you guys are just throwing a little bit too much uh, out there. You know, a little one step at a time is uh the best the best case scenario. So. But most definitely, most definitely. What we got next in porch news? In other porch news, family. First thing I gotta ask y'all, and don't cap to me. All right, I ain't talking about none of the bougie folks listening. But in elementary and in high school, what was your favorite lunch food? We gotta hear. It. We gotta know. All right, because when you was hungry, all right, third, fourth period, you had lunch, or maybe at the end of the day, there was a point in time where you really fucked up that elementary school lunch. Are you really fucked up that high school lunch? So we want to know. Only reason why I ask that is because we about to hit you with some nostalgic shit for your ass, right? So it's this company. Uh, it's called Gunther's, okay? Gunther's mm. is a company that is putting out that nostalgic food, right? So that rectangular pizza that we used to uh, eat, right? Sure. Those uh, those star donuts people used to eat in the morning, right? Um, you know, those chicken breasts that people used to eat all the time, right? So all of that type of food that you used to eat in elementary school and high school, now you can purchase that on Gunther's online. And what I've heard is people are actually purchasing this stuff and the shit is selling out, right? So what? I guess back then it didn't taste as good, but I guess now people are having this crazy craving for high school food and elementary school food. So I guess first off, Dinell, what was your favorite lunch food? All right. And Porch family, we want to hear what your favorite lunch food was growing up in elementary and high school, too. Man, first of all, man, shout out to Gunther's. This is a, a very unique company. And it's crazy because you always think of like random ideas and then you might be to yourself or talking to your, your homeboys, your homegirls. And you're like, nah, that ain't going to work. That don't make sense. And nine times out of ten, that that idea that came to your head actually does make sense. And this is one of those one of those ideas. I would have never thought that this will be a business. And to answer your question directly, in elementary, I would say my favorite lunch was those rectangular or those circular like Tostino's pizzas. Easy. You pour that plastic yes. off, you know what I mean? You get that pepperoni boy, get some ranch on the side, dip it in there, get your chocolate milk, shake it up in the carton, you know what I'm saying? You have to open it up with the little, you know what I'm talking about, with your fingers mm. in the ooh, 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 ee, ee, ah, ah, ah. Mm. Drink that thing, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. And then you fold the milk carton up and make like a phone out of it. 
Now it's the cell phone. Hello? What y'all doing? Now nah, I'm at school right now. Yeah, oh, I fuck with you. Bye. You know what I'm saying? So that's elementary. But high school, I ain't gonna lie. Y'all know where I went to. I went to Dub CV Warren Central. Ooh, Our lunches wasn't bad, bro. Like my favorite lunch was the wraps. We had like a like like a like a sub lady used to be there making oh, our shit. Yeah. In the cafe, making like like what you want. Okay, I want I want the wheat wrap. Let me get turkey ham, lettuce, cheese. Let me get the damn. Let me get the buffalo chicken with the cheese. With the so yeah, high school is a whole other conversation. We used to oh, eat. So y'all was eating good in high school. Had the chocolate chip cookies, bro. You put them in the microwave for ten seconds. Ding, take it out, melt in your mouth, perfectly. Like, bro, I'm telling you, had the French fries on Friday. Damn. Come on now, but high school we ate real good. I don't know if Gunther's got that type of food on there, but the elementary side was definitely the Tostino's pizzas for me. I didn't like my elementary food that much, Bolo. Like, other than the pizzas, bro, a lot of times I ain't really eat like that. I drink my milk, and it was just like, they had like green beans. I don't want no damn green yeah, beans when, no I, when I'm vegetables. seven years old. Come on That's now. That's a fact. What, what bro, about you, though? Man, you know what, bro? So, I, I went to a couple of elementary schools. Uh, a you know, badass kid. I mean, I mean, but no, no, not out. like that, though. Not like that. No, but um, one school in particular, uh, I went to in elementary from like second to sixth grade, maybe fifth, middle fifth grade was a school called Mount Vernon, uh, in Chicago and shout out to, uh, whoever went to Mount Vernon in Chicago, but we used to have school lunches and me and my brother used to walk to school every day. And sometimes we'll get there early and we'll catch the breakfast. So everybody used to remember the small little, like rectangular box, little cereal that you just pull the wrap off, pour the milk yeah, in, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Used to go crazy, you know, get full off of it. And then used to have the little, uh, the little donuts. If you warm them donuts up, y'all, with some milk. What happened? What happened? What happened when you did that? Good. Look, look, you just eat, you eat all of it first, right? And you just wash it down with that, with that cold milk. <laughs> Feeling great. And then obviously every Friday was the rectangular piece of day, y'all, right? So yeah. I ain't gonna cap to y'all. I used to eat the lunch. Like, motherfuckers ain't used to eat the lunch. I'm like, shit, I eat, I eat your piece. If you ain't gonna eat your piece, I eat your piece of the end. Shit, it's whatever. But the, the rectangular joint definitely was a special. And then one of my favorites in elementary school, I don't know if y'all sold them, but they used to have like these little small ices, bro. They used to come in like a rectangular little pouch. It's a small rectangular pouch. And it was like an icy. It came in like purple. It came in like red. And you just like eat it like a popsicle, bro. And it used to be fire. They used to just give you like one or two. And I used to be mm. fucking them up. And then in high school, bro, high school was a little different because you still had your standard lunch, but we did have like something off to the side where like you got like like ices or like cookies and stuff, but it wasn't real food. But I tell you, I tell y'all and my people who went to MP know if you hungry one day, all right, you go in there, we get one of them spicy chicken sandwiches, y'all, it's going to set you right. I promise you now. Now, I wouldn't recommend eating them bitches every day, right? But Why not? Why not? Cause just you know, I I just think CPS food or any type of public school food, it's not meant for consumption five days a week. I'm gonna just be real, real with you, right? Okay, it's not okay. meant for consumptions. But at the same time, if you hungry, you know what I'm saying. Them chicken sandwiches used to do numbers, and sometimes we used to have fries in, in there as well. Used to go crazy, and um, shit, yeah, we used to shit. I used to eat that shit, but not everything though. Everything, I, some some shit I used to pass on. I used to sit in lunch. You know, high school you get a little older and. You know, start eating from outside of school. And a couple of times we did have off-campus lunch too. Like for mm. freshman through junior year, we had off-campus lunch. So everybody used to, you literally go out and get food. But, you know, my my freshman year and maybe my senior year, that's when we had to really sit in the, um, 
you know, sit in the cafeteria and eat the food. And it, I mean, it wasn't bad for the most part, but you just couldn't eat that shit every day, though. Like, I couldn't just imagine buying that shit right now, though. So, you know, some <laughs> some people really love it to where they want to buy it. And y'all, when I'm telling y'all the prices, the prices is the shit kind of expensive, y'all. Like, I ain't going to cap to y'all. I ain't going to tell y'all, like, shit, like. Gunther taxing, Bolo, they taxing? Right, out there taxing. Like, whoever got the Gunther site busting, they got the site busting, bro, because they definitely making a profit right now. But they smart, though. I appreciate the hustle. Man, I definitely appreciate the hustle. And one thing I got to ask you about, because I, I noticed this. Did you go, like, the, the elementary that you went to, was it, like, all the way up until high school? No, uh-uh. So You skipped uh, middle school, though. Like, you was, like, elementary yeah, high yeah, school. So, yeah, so, yeah, so uh, it was a little bit different. So I went to Mount Vernon, Vernon in Chicago, right? Then I moved to Dalton, Illinois. Uh, and then uh, from fifth to eighth grade i went to uh it was weird like in in like dalton like you got like these these uh middle middle schools where it's like four fifth sixth grade so i went to the school from mm -hmm. fifth and sixth grade and then i went to like a junior high school which was sixth to eighth grade interesting and then okay. once i went to sixth and eighth grade I, I then went back to school in chicago uh back to mp so i literally oh, went to Fucking Mount Vernon. Then I went to the school called Deakman in fifth grade. And then in sixth through eighth grade, I went to the school called Dirksen. And then I moved, uh, then I moved over to MP, obviously throughout high school uh in Chicago. So my it was man, crazy. My man was moving wild, around, bro. boy. He's moving around. You said Dirksen? Is, is that a little dirk school? But no, we was cold on the basketball side, though. Dirksen was Very that was the school. No, I am not gonna cap to you. I swear to God on everything I love, bro. At Dirksen, bro, when I when we used to eat lunch, and anybody can can vouch for me, bro, that went there. When we used to eat lunch, bro, we used to get cheese fries, we used to get rice krispie treats, we used to get uh -oh. flaming hot, so we used to get like pizza, like the real pizza, like the triangle pizza, bro. Like used to be like real legit food, like, like used to be fire. And like yeah. all you gotta do is just bring like always my ask my mom, like, let me get an extra three dollars for lunch because I'm getting the fries with the cheese with the peppers on them. I'm so, getting the pizza. So your favorite food was middle school then. Fuck elementary and high school. Easy, easy, bro. <laughs> Junior high, bro, best food ever. Like, hands down. Like, I'll probably be 300 pounds, bro, if they kept the same lunch all the way through high school, bro. I'm not gonna cap to you. Like, it was it was crazy, man. Shout out to that school. I feel like it was somewhere. The Illinois, like, you know how, like, they changed the vending machines to, like, healthy snacks and baked-type foods now? I think yeah. there was something where they ended up changing the food regimen a little bit, too, and they got rid of it. But, shit, I, I experienced it for two years, and that shit was good as hell. You know, bro, we we, we grew up with, with, with the bad food. Like, we grew up, like, I feel like when I was, like, middle school, high school, I never even heard what vegan was. I didn't even, I knew what vegetarian was, but I didn't know of a vegetarian. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, nowadays, yeah. everybody vegan, everybody vegetarian, everybody's like healthy. Don't eat that. and just all that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a we lot, growing bro. up, our mama was eating. We eating. Look, mom, Duke used to always say, hey, if, if it ain't nothing in the refrigerator that you want, then we ain't got nothing for you. Ooh, all right, you're going to eat. You're going to eat what you, you're going to eat what I cook. All right, you're going to eat what's in the fridge, and then that's it. Like, other you than ain't going to eat. Like, you ain't going to eat. So you better find your own. You better make hey, it work. So, well, mom, Dukes. Nigga be in the refrigerator like this for a long time. Be staring though. Then close it and then open it back up like something gonna reappear. Like, ain't nothing damn. gonna change, Bolo. Ain't, ain't nothing gonna, gonna change. Gonna... <laughs> ain't gonna. I'm like, damn, I, bro. I still be doing that now. Open up the fridge, like, like, damn, maybe, maybe it'll, it'll spark another idea. Let me see. Oh shit, let me I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking for though. I'm just opening it though. It's just routine, just bro. But nah, up. sometimes though, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes like, by the, by the third time you didn't did this, 
some shit sometimes be like a light bulb just pop off in my head, bro. I'm like, okay, I see the bologna over there, I see the cheese over here. What the fuck? Do we got some fries? We got some curly fries in the freezer. We open it. Oh, we got the oh, we got the air fryer. Bet I'm gonna make a a, a, a bologna and cheese ham ham sandwich, Ooh. curly fry on the side. I'm so, good. So I gotta ask you, in Porch Family, we I, we gotta ask y'all too. All right, especially people who are our age. Everybody has their favorite struggle meal. Porch family, what was your struggle meal? And Darnell, what was your struggle meal? It, it has to be. I know it's cliche, but I'm just being honest. It has to be like like top like top ramen noodles, right? Like that's yeah. I used to tear that shit up. If I'm being that's, real, I mean that, that I was mean, my go to. But I wouldn't I wouldn't really call that. A, I mean, obviously it's 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 cheap. You can get it. But like we still can eat that now, like okay, you know okay. what I'm saying. So let like, what think, was like your think. struggle meal when you was trying to put shit together though? Like sometimes you had to do some math when it yeah. came to struggle meals. I think for me, man, and I know I kind of brought it up. Like growing up, and I haven't ate, I haven't ate bologna in a long time. But Ooh, when I was, is that is that the one with the red with the uh, red around the red, that motherfucker, bro? You take the red around, bro. That was the best bologna too, growing up. So I would, I would literally, bro, we'd get fried bologna, egg and cheese sandwiches. So we'd take the bologna out the thing, take mm. the red off, <clears throat> use, the, use the cheese, <clears throat> take the bologna out, Come on. put it on top of the pan, <laughs> another slice. Sizzling that shit, huh? Put the egg next to it. No, no, no shells in that thing. You know, I'm, I'm cold with the, with the, uh, with the crack, with the egg with crack. The crack. You know what yeah, I mean? So Black you was pepper. cracking eggs at a young age, huh? Had to from the hood, out the mud, far east side, <laughs> nap town. They never had, never had a thing. Black pepper in that thing. Oh, you know what I mean? Stir it up. You get your bread. Now listen, we didn't have no fucking a toaster. Y'all niggas rich as hell. A toaster? He talking I'm about putting a the bread in the oven with it. It's <laughs> on. Like when I say in the oven, I mean like no, no yeah. fucking pan. Like no, like on the actual fucking thing that you the fucking on the, on the top of the oven. Nah, like it, I mean, Come in, on, the, in oven, the actual oven, in the oven, but like, we like garlic to... bread. Like if you was to make some garlic bread, you put it in right. But I'm talking uh, about we didn't, we didn't, we didn't even had a pan that you supposed to put up, put the bread on top of. We didn't have no little foil, nigga. We just put the bread literally <laughs> on top of the little. What do you call that, Bolo? The, the shit that you put the shit on on top of in the oven. Like what's the proper name for sheet, that, bro? No, like sheet, the actual, bro. like the 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 oven. The, the, the rack, shit that, the bacon rack, the rack. Yeah, I couldn't think of the rack. I couldn't think of the word, nigga. You put the damn bread on top of the rack. <laughs> you put motherfucker on three fifty. You take it out. You gotta, you gotta reach in there and get that motherfucker toast out. And you got a fry egg and cheese bologna sandwich on top of the toast. You put some grape jelly on your bread. And you put some ketchup on it. On I know it sounds crazy, but you smash that shit together, Bolo. Ooh, Ooh hey. that shit sound. Hey, you making that shit sound good? I eat it right now. Say I won't. Hey, I was, say I won't. Hey, hey, I was gonna say, bro. Sometimes, hey. Now you talking about nostalgic shit, bro. Like when you talking about some of the struggle meals, bro, that made you feel good inside, bro. Like that's a meal that probably made you feel good inside, bro. No matter what, I feel it you know right now, saying? bro. So I had a couple, bro. Like me and my brother, we used to go ham, and my brother used to really go ham on the struggle meals. Like I can just eat like out the cereal box and just kind of nibble on some chips and shit. My brother used to, he used to, he used to make everything out of bread, bro. He used to have ketchup bread, honey bread. Uh, he used to have like. Any type of bread you can name, bro. Like, I mean, any type of like condiment, bro. He would throw it on bread and eat it. And he put me on. So I used to eat the honey bread, bro. So just throw the honey on it. Woo woo. Eat it. Just, you know, cool you all. Yeah, then yeah. my cousin used to come over, bro. Remember the little square little saltine crackers, bro? Yeah. Bro, we used to go ahead and, and sprinkle cheese on them, on them joints. Throw that shit in the microwave, bro. Let it, let it warm up on there with a the cheese melt on there. Get them bitches out. 
smacking them cheese crackers, bro. It's like and a grilled cheese cracker type, like a grilled bro, cheese sandwich, but on a cracker, bro. Now I tell you the one, the one struggle meal that I hate the most, and I bet a lot of people can vouch for me here, bro, is the motherfucking Cheerios, bro. Remember Cheerios, Cheerios in the can, bro? Uh, like the soupy Cheerios, bro. I hated them bitches. Them shit used to make me want to throw up every time. Like it could be nothing in the fridge, bro, and it'll be some Cheerios. I'm probably just not gonna eat, bro, because I hated Cheerios so, 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 so much, bro. For real. To this day, you ain't you ain't fucking with the Cheerios, bro. Because not of that? fucking with them, bro. Like never. Like we used to fuck up the ravioli, though. Ravioli used to be a hit back in the day. Like we used to really go ham on yeah. the ravioli and the beefaroni. Beefaroni was damn near like upper echelon. But then, like the ravioli was like here, beefaroni was like you that got beefaroni, nigga. You got, got beefaroni? Oh yeah, we going, we eating good. You hey, know what it, I'm it remind me of, like uh, I don't know if you used to eat this too, hamburger helper. If a nigga Ooh. had, <laughs> you went crazy when I said that. Hey, when nigga had the cheeseburger, <laughs> hey, if he had the cheeseburger hey. helper, you he was rich. Hey, you man. was rich, Bolo. Shout out to Mom Dukes, man. My mom used to make this big ass pot of hamburger helper, bro. She used to throw some corn in it too. You know what I'm saying, bro? And just mix it up. And we used to smack that shit. That shit used to be so good. Like, I, I still be trying to eat some of that shit, bro. Like, because it's, it's it's easy to make, bro. It tastes real good. Bro, I love hamburger helper, bro. I can still eat that today, for real. I ain't gonna lie. On that motherfucker. Bro, I ain't had no hamburger helper, niggas. It's like, I was 13. I can tear that up right now. Fire, man. Hamburger helper, Bolo Benz? Damn. That shit sounds Struggle good. Struggle meal. Hey, you see your brother used to clown, though, man. Shout out to, to the clown. other B. Jones. <laughs> Literally, like, he used to clown on the Struggle Mills. He is probably the king of Struggle Mills. Like, he used to make it happen. I used to just be like, shit, let me try that shit, too. Let me throw some barbecue on this bread. See, my man, see, I'm real big on sauces as well. Sometimes sometimes you just need a reason to eat this, this barbecue sauce. The sauce. Or, or this ketchup or this hot sauce or whatever. Just give me a reason to do it. I don't just care what beef. bread or cracker or motherfucking... Napkin, give me a reason to eat this thing, and I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Easy. And it and it was one of those things too, bro. Like we used to eat good though. Like it used to just be those times where you know it, it's maybe like a day or two where like you it's in the summertime where you at home by yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then we go on shopping the next day, so we got to make it work. And we used to just try to get creative as fuck and try to find whatever in the house to cook. Like, that's when, like, I feel like when you was younger, like, your brain power was just on the next level as far as things that you can think about when it came to, like, trying to eat. Like, it was like you tapped into, like, this viral mode where, like, I'm I'm finna create something and make this shit sound fire. Like, you had no choice, bro. It's crazy. The more more spoiled you get or the more success you get, more money, whatever you want to call it, the less I feel like I don't know if it's less creative, maybe. I feel like the less creative you get, because you don't have to be as creative. Because at the end of the day, if I want to go get this steak, I can just go get the steak, because I right. got it. But and when that's you a, don't that's have it, point. when you don't have it, Bolo, it's like, okay. You make it work. I got to figure this shit out, or I'm not going to live. <laughs> that's wild, bro, because, bro, we'll have a house full of groceries, bro. And me and Kayla still look at each other and be like, damn, what are we eating today? Like, what are we about to eat? You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll bro. still be thinking about what to eat with a house full of groceries, bro. We'll still eat out over here. Still eat out. Like, go ahead, look. Hey, this is, hey, this is, this, and this may be, this is, I know this is some black shit for real. Black folks will go to the grocery store, spend $200 at the grocery store, and then still go be like, what are we eating at? Like, go out to the restaurant or, or go pick up some, something that's uh, a pickup, a pickup order and shit. And you got look, $200 worth of groceries in the, in the, in the trunk. Cause don't, who gonna cook it? You know what I mean? Like, right. the store, you've been, you been at the store for an hour. You've been in track for 35 minutes. You you went straight to the store from work. You got Fast. home. If you got some kids, you got you got to figure that out. You, you got to get them a little Lunchable or something to snack on real quick. Hell yeah. Put the groceries up. Lunchable. I got to cook? Come on, nigga. I got to cook. cook. 
Lunchable days to be fire, bro. Lunchable. What, what was your favorite? Cheese. Bro, I used to get so excited, bro, when I used to just get the ones where I could create a pizza, bro. Like when I used to uh. get, bro, I used to be, bro, it's so crazy because when I used to like go to the grocery store, first off, it was four of us, y'all. All right, get y'all some game. It was four of us. And like sometimes everybody didn't want to make that grocery store run, y'all. Cause when we used to go to the grocery store, it used to be two carts. Like, I mean, like you're going to go to the grocery store, you're going to work. <laughs> But yeah. it was used to be so many groceries where you had the advantage of throwing what you want in the cart because it's so much shit. So mm-hmm. I used to be getting mines in, throwing my little snacks in and shit. I used to be so excited for the next day because I'm like, I'm about to fuck them up with this. I'm about to bring the motherfucking Lunchable with the country curls with the juice. It's about to be a great ass lunch. Like, I ain't thinking about none of the class. I'm like, I just can't wait to get the lunch. I'm about to bust this shit out and go crazy. Like, just, <laughs> the shit used to be. They're going to be hating on your boy. They're going to be hating on me. Like, nope, no cops. No cops. You ain't getting none. You ain't getting none. Niggas be like, Cobb, let me get some. Like, nope, no Cobb. You ain't getting none of that, boy. None of that. Oh, break that down for the people. For people who never heard that. The Cobb. Break that down real quick. Yeah, bro. So, growing up, and I don't even know if people still do it now, though, but, like, if you call no Cobb, y'all, no Cobb mean pretty much, like, you can't get none just because I call no Cobb. So, if somebody say, I call Cobb, like, I got Cobb, like, that means, like, all right, bet. Damn, get your begging ass on, and they, they give you, man, you got to give them some. But I, out the gate, people just, no Cobb. No cop, nope. Mm-mm. nope. I never heard of that. Shit. I'm about to smack that shit. Yeah. In high school, nigga, we used to play left hand run that, nigga. Like if your left Ooh. hand wasn't wasn't <laughs> on your food at all time, <laughs> I'm fucking take that shit from you. Hey, that should make me mad. Hey, cause you know niggas get territorial when it's time to eat. I ain't play them. that shit. Niggas on my like, table play. I said, nigga, y'all know what I was fucking my food, nigga. I'm two sixty in high school. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And I know no O line, D line, man, bro. Yeah, bro, you couldn't do that. Fucking round, bro. I look forward to my lunch. I nigga, one we had the Pringles, the cookie, the. Buffalo chicken wrap, and then I used to get, and I, yeah. you know, I'm real, I'm real personable, I'm real outgoing. So like, even when I was a little kid, like I talked to the the older, you know, the, the older lady making a set. How you doing? Not appreciate you. You look so nice today. Thank you so much. Yeah, can I, can I get the wheat wrap, please? Buffalo chicken. <laughs> Ooh, chicken so good. She getting two scoops on that thing. Wow, wow. And, you know, I mean, rap be busting out the rap. Like, I'm telling you, bro. I just look. I'm not getting water right now. <laughs> That shit, that shit got me hungry as fuck, y'all. I ain't gonna real quick, lie. real quick. I know, I know, we going long on this, but this shit is like nostalgic. We brought up uh uh, uh lunchables, uh, lunchables. Sorry, we brought up lunchables. TV dinners. Did you did you eat TV dinners, bro? Like, bro, I'm on Salisbury I steak, the fuck. fucking. Oh, that's my favorite, bro. I'm sorry. You don't eat Salisbury steak. I'm playing. That was my. That was one of my other favorite lunches, bro. In elementary school, bro. People used to hate the hot, the hot Salisbury steak lunches, bro, with the bread. Bro, if we had a Salisbury steak day, bro, with the little plastic, give me the bread, bro. Go ahead and make a sandwich with it, bro. I'm going to dip the sandwich in the gravy, bro. I'm going ham on it, bro. And then most recently, though, I ain't going to leave the cap to you. Kayla made homemade Salisbury steak, bro. Stop lying to me right now, bro, on the porch. This shit is so good. I swear to God on everything, bro. I'm going to ask Kayla. Wake her up. You lying. I'm about to wake her up right now, bro. You know what, bro? I want to get up, bro, and go eat me some Salisbury steak right now, bro. But I'm trying to hold off on the red meat, bro. But that shit sound good. I put on everything I love. I haven't had celebrity steaks since I was in single digits. I don't know what age, but it was it was less than ten. Celebrity steaks sound so good, bro. And and, and bro, it was it's so fire. And especially remember we was when we was eating it like we was eating it in, in elementary school or when you eat it out the you know the cold pack right. When yeah. It's like a TV dinner. You know, obviously it's, it's modified a little bit. But when you take the ground beef. And you just, you know what I'm saying, cook the gravy from scratch and everything, bro, and smother it in the gravy and everything, bro, and make real Salisbury steak. Whew, that shit changed your life, bro. I love, bro, I love TV dinners, though. Like, I used to go ham on on the TV dinners, bro. Like, it used to be, like, the 99. They still got, like, the 99 cent, like, the pastas, bro, like, the the spaghettis, bro. 
used to go ham. I used to be fucking those up. I ain't gonna even lie. Our generation is all about convenience, bro. I think that's what it is. I think even as now, the more I think about it, even when we, we were kids, it was like, what can we eat that's good and quick? That's we ain't got to think about it. Lunch and I don't even care what it is. If it's good, like, noodles. I'm going to eat it and we going to be on the move, bro. We Chips. eating on the move, bro. Kool-Aid. You know Easy. what I mean? I don't, bro, I don't know what kids really eat these days. Like, I ain't going to count my kids. Like, like my youngest, like, he eat everything because he just, he don't know what he don't know. And my, yeah, and my, yeah. my three-year-old, bro, he eat, like, hella vegetables and, like, fruit. And, like, he don't really like all that meat and stuff, which is pretty cool, bro. Healthy you know stuff. what I'm saying? What's because... Up? You know what I'm saying? I'm not a big, I'm like, I always told myself, bro, like, man, my kids will not eat McDonald's. Like, man, I'll be giving my kids chicken nuggets like a motherfucker, bro. Like, they like it, bro. They eat it. You know what I'm saying? But I, we try not to do it too much, but you know, we 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 big on the on the fruits and veggies, though. Like, just go ahead and just eat those, snack on those. As long as you're snacking on some fruits and veggies, we're gonna be good. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like too, bro, now that you know, even back in the day, like you, you think about <clears throat> like people who grow older, people in the South that that get to 105, 95 years old, bro. They eating everything, you know, in the ass on the pig. Like they eating everything, bro. Salt, all that. They leave. They living to be a long uh, old age, bro, because they eating shit straight from the farm, bro. You know what I'm saying? So nowadays, stuff is getting continuing to get more and more genetically modified and modified and modified and people are trying to make more and more and more so they injecting all these steroids and these hormones into these animals to make them bigger to make more of that specific uh type of you know meat and it's just making us sick bro and it's and it's fucking up our bodies and stuff too so that's the only thing i hate about it it's like the older we get it's like the food the food uh What's the what's the thing? I'm like the quality of the food yeah. is just that much more like just bad for you. Like, cause in Canada, bro, that I heard in Canada, bro, like they don't be having all that saturated trans fat and shit really? in their foods, bro. Like in their Doritos and they chips and all that candy and all that stuff, bro. Like they had the same types of candy and everything that they that we have, bro. But for some reason in America, bro, we be fucking the food up, bro. Like we do so bad with you know adding all that fructose. What's it? Fructose, corn fructose, syrup, sucrose, and like all. <laughs> Hey, all that shit, bro. Like they put all that bad shit in there, man. Just be messing us up. Like it tastes good, but man, it's just awful for us. So Damn. you know, everything is in moderation, so bro. What you saying? So, I mean, are, are we taking a porch to, to Canada? What are we doing? I mean, we need to though. We need to pull up to Canada, bro. I ain't been to Toronto. So, I ain't been. I, I heard Toronto's a. It's bigger than New York City. It's crazy in Toronto. I heard it's lit out there. What, what you trying to do? Shit, we can pull up. We can pull I, up. I'm, I'm ready whenever. All we gotta do is reach out to our homegirl Duchess. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I forgot about Duchess. Shout What's out good, to Duchess. Duchess? Shout out to Duchess making music, grinding, yeah. going crazy going in the crazy. six, 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 six. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the porch news, man. You never know what. None of this shit was planned, man. We none came on the porch. We said we gonna Impromptu. talk our shit. And it just kind of it just kind of came out the cuff, man. You know what I mean? When you do things crazy. the right way, when you do things with good energy, man, things just happen that way. All the time. All, All the time. time All the time, man. So, mom, so obviously, on a different note, we're gonna transition. So, uh, most yeah. recently, you all heard in the news that uh, former University of Alabama basketball star uh, Darius Miles was um, brought up on um, capital murder for. Um, Make sure I'm saying this the right way. Uh, is it allegedly? Or yes, at this point, I guess allegedly. allegedly. Because nothing has really been stamped yet. But allegedly uh, shooting a girl, uh, you know, and it, obviously he, it, there was someone else uh, that was also brought up on uh, the same charges as well. But the story behind it was pretty much him trying to holler at a girl that pretty much whammed him or, you know, turned him down and, 
they said that, you know, shots begin to ring out and the victim's boyfriend, uh, you know, started to shoot back as well. And, you know, they ended up shooting the, the girl and she lost her life, unfortunately. So uh, super sad to hear it, um, you know, not only for like a division one basketball player to lose his lose his life. Right. But for him to take someone's life or um, I don't know if he was the one holding the gun. I don't somebody know did it. Friend. Somebody did it. One, one of the two did it. Yeah. Did it. And it was just messed up. And I think it was just some senseless violence that could have been avoided. And now, you know, you got lives ruined and then you got somebody who will never get their life back, um, unfortunately. So uh, definitely want to say rest in peace to that to that young lady who yeah, probably was just going out to a college campus trying to have a good time. And, you know, things, you know, turned out for the worse. So definitely hate year, to hear that, man. 23 years old, bro, a, a baby, you know what I mean? You know, just just became an adult living our life and it's a shame man all this senseless violence and killing it's just stupid man especially uh, again we don't have all the details yet so obviously we're not gonna speak too much on it we don't want to you know mislead or anything like that but based off the information that we do have like you said they were out at some i guess local nightclub in tuscaloosa mm -hmm. or whatever and you know whatever the case may be he's hollering and trying to holler at her whatever the situation was it shouldn't have ended like that you know what i'm Thanks. saying and you know, right now there's I've seen reports saying that Darius Miles wasn't the actual shooter that he but he provided the gun. So mm. I think the guy's name was Michael Davis, and he was the alleged shooter. So so right now they're both locked up for capital murder because I think again I think they're still figuring out who actually pulled the trigger. Right. And regardless of who pulled it, they both were involved. If you handed Stupid. the man the gun, you did that with the intent for him to handle his business and go shoot. You know what I'm saying? Stupid. So like. Regards, man, it's just, it's just a damn shame that it's happening. Young people and then young black people as well. We already got so much uh, the odds against Come us. On. And then you finally, you know, you're in college, uh, <clears throat> on scholarship, doing all this and that. And you're going to ruin your life over nothing. And then in somebody else's life over nothing. So prayers to, to, to that to that family, both families, you know what I'm saying? Um, to just get getting through this the best way you can. And uh, definitely just hate to hear that. I hear that. A thousand percent, man. And it's one of those things when you think about it, too, it's like when you think about college, especially where, you know, black when black athletes come from, you know, uh, come in and play at these, you know, great universities, typically speaking, like they they sometimes don't come from the best circumstances. Right. So they're moving away from, you know, maybe bad circumstances into more of a positive environment to, you know, obviously showcase their experiences and get a, a good education. And um, when I first came to college, bro. And all I would tell my parents and the people, you know, that were back home was like, man, college is like a fairy tale. Like, it's just people are nice. Like, people leave their doors open. It's just super cool. People are walking outside. People speak to you and stuff like that. Like, I think we like we we just got to continue to try to continue to keep that mindset when, you know, new kids are going to college because we don't want we want college to be one of those great you know, times for people to experience, you know, life within itself, right? Just kind of one of those good times. Like college is supposed to be one of the greatest times of your life where you can just have fun, you can learn. It's a time for you to obviously have some accountability and do things on your own and be an adult within this confined space. You know what I'm saying? You can be an adult within in this confined space because a lot can go on, but you're still protected because you're in college, right? Um, and, and more recently, you know, hearing about killings and people shooting people at college, like, y'all, that ain't how it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people pay a lot of money to get to the schools, you know, we got to or and obviously we go there for free and we experience a lot of things that a lot of people back home don't get to a chance to experience, man. And, um, I just don't want us to ruin it. And I don't want us to ruin it for other people. And I don't want to see people, you know, being scared and afraid to go to college because, 
you know, things like that do happen because college is a fun place, man. And like I said, we did a lot of stuff that I think you take it anywhere else in any other environment, it, you couldn't do it. But since it was a college campus, it was just like a something that we were allowed to do in our own little world, which was the best ever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just don't ruin that for the other kids growing up and, and getting to experience that part of school, man. Like that's the best part of college, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Nah, I, I second everything you just said. And like you said, college li literally changes your life. If you take it, take advantage of it, whether it's just in the uh, the career field, the job you get, the connections you make, the sport that you play, there's so many different ways for you to change your life. Um, so don't go there and, and and do the same things that that's going on in the neighborhood you just came from. You know what I'm saying? The point of going to college is to grow and to elevate and to be better than your situation. Don't let your environment that you grew up in dictate your actions as you grow to new levels. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's a shame, man, but hopefully we can learn from this and, um, yeah, and just, and just be better. Just get better, man. So in other news, y'all, um, on a lot of note, we're going to flip over to the sports side, talking about my Chicago Bears. So if you don't know, obviously, my GM is right now sitting at the head table with his hands and feet crossed like this, asking, hey, coach, make a, make a deal. Texans, make a deal, all right? Because everybody wants a quarterback, and we have a quarterback. So we just waiting for the offers to come. So we want to see who's going to make us a deal, all right, so they can trade up and get this quarterback. So we're going to see because we, we we got the most cap space right now, too, and we got a number one pick right now. So we looking real good right now. And I also heard, y'all, I'm going to throw this little birdie out there, DeAndre Hopkins, okay, Arizona Cardinals. He is uh he the the Arizona Cardinals are trying to trade him. And you know what I heard? <clears throat> the Bears are trying to get him. You know what? And if the Bears get him, <laughs> NFC then, North, huh? Then what? Huh? NFC North, huh? Hey, I'm then gonna tell what? You. Hey, look, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the tale, it's gonna be the tale of of just literally two worlds where it the NFC North is gonna now be the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. I guarantee you. You heard it here first. It's going to be the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears battling for the NFC North. No more Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins is over with. They had their great run. It it probably won't happen again. They probably won't win no more than nine games next year. I'm just saying that. I'm not you, a hater. How, how, how I'm not a hater. Nah, you are a hater. How are you going to throw that out oh, there? And I'm, I'm not I'm even just, a fan of the Vikings, but you, like, you can't just I'm like. Not. But but I, I just, I just they played a lot of 50-50 ball like this, this past year. I get you. You know that. what I mean? So. I'll just go ahead and lay that out there where there's a couple games where I think if you toss a coin, they probably would have lost those games. So at the end of the day, you think about the Detroit Lions, bro, and what they've done this past year and how much they're, they, they've grown. They ended on a positive, they, they ended on a positive note where I think it'll carry them into the, the, the next year on a high note, especially golf was slinging the ball. Defense was strong. They had a lot of players, you know what I mean? Swift, like they had a lot of guys, man, just working hard and just pounding the pavement. So that's one of those things where they just like, they're just a hardworking team. Like not a lot of true superstars, but they're going to really put in the work. And you know, obviously my bears, man, like my bears is, they're going to get it done. Y'all like, I, I'm, I'm just trying to tell y'all, like we're we going to put the places in, we're going to put the pieces in, in, in play to win now. Like I'm guarantee you with the cap space we got, like we're going to go ahead and get some head hunters. We're going to get some big dogs. I'm just letting y'all know we getting some big dogs. All right. I believe so, it. I mean, the only way for y'all is up. I mean, you can't really go too much down. Yeah. Justin Fields is going to continue to get better. You guys are going to get some good pieces. I'm sure someone's going to trade for that number one pick. I don't know if it's going to be my coats or not. Cause right now we get the number four pick. 
which is still great. Not and bad, we can yeah. still get, get a, a good quarterback. It just depends on who we're trying to get. I, I'm really big yeah, on CJ, CJ Stroud. Yeah. I want CJ. Bring me and CJ. I think that's the market, and I think that's the market for him. I think he will fit in a coach uniform. I think it looks good on Come him. Come on now. That white and blue swagged out. I know it's different, different than that, than that, that scarlet, that scarlet and white and red and gray that he ran out there in Ohio State. But that white and blue would look crispy on, you know what I'm saying? It would. And um, would. and then next year. Hopefully, you know, we get a good first round pick and we, and we we get your boy Marvin Harrison Jr. Now y'all team up together. We got the, the new version of Marvin Harrison. We got CJ Stroud in his year two. We got a good online. The defense is dogs. About to get a new head coach right now. The coach on you talking about the Bears, baby. The coach on the up hey. and up. We've been interviewing all the they, top they, coaches. Yeah, they have, they have. We're not they bullshitting. Have. They have. They've been interviewing some good people. <laughs> They've been interviewing some good people, bro. Like I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad they turned it up on the on the aggressive side. They got yeah. some great offensive minds that they've interviewed. A couple decent defensive guys that they interviewed. So I think now, I think you know, with um, you know, Ursay and uh, you know, what's the GM name again? Uh, Ballard. Yeah, Ballard with Ballard. I think the pressure's on, man. Like you it know, is. people, you know, especially the fan base in Indy, like. I think people in Indy are like loyal to a fault, but now people are like now questioning if, you know, the Colts are the way, right? Because they're tired of like seeing, hearing the same song since Andrew Luck. So uh, I think it's do or die now. Like you got to make the right decisions now. And it starts with the head coach and it starts with the quarterback. So let me ask you this. I'm gonna put you on the spot. What's the most, what's, what's the most important right now for the Indianapolis Colts? Is it the head coach or is it the quarterback? Quarterback. Easy for me. It, Easy, it's okay. a quarterback-driven lead right now. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a chance. Mm. You have a good head coach and a and a bad quarterback, and you you'll be better than what you would have been with a bad coach, but you still won't be that great. With yeah. a, a really good quarterback, even a young guy, a rookie who's going to bump their head and make mistakes. Because again, I'm not expecting whoever we end up drafting. I'm expecting them to 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 have a bumpy road to start, like most rookies Facts. do. So I'm not expecting it to be a huge turnover like immediately. But I'm thinking like that year two, year three with that quarterback. I'm expecting it to be like some some real some real positive movement going on in the right direction, and I just want somebody who's um explosive and exciting, someone who can use their legs. Yeah. that's the type of lead that we're in now. You got to be a dual threat. That's quarterbacks in the, in the lead or dual threat. You think about Mahomes; he doesn't run a lot, but when he runs, he's very effective. Mm-hmm. Saw Dak the other night against the Bucks Ooh. running very well. You think about obviously Jalen Hurts with the Eagles. Like Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Lamar when he's healthy, like some Kyler of the Murray, top quarterbacks, like, they're, they're all mobile. All I'm mobile. not saying running quarterback, I'm saying mobile. That's what yeah. I'm saying. A, a CJ Stroud <laughs> will, will be great. Uh, Bryce Young obviously is 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 still a, a great quarterback as well. I'm higher on CJ Stroud, but again, this is one of those drafts where like, I, like th- there's no guarantees of who's better. Like a lot of them are close. You know, what I mean, I'm even hearing about this cat in, in Kentucky. Uh, the Kentucky quarterback, Will Will Lee? Is it Levi's or Will Levy? I think it's Will Levis. You know what I'm saying? I didn't watch him a lot, so that's why I haven't really made a comment on him. But I know he's one of the top quarterbacks as well. So, like, um, I just want a top quarterback, man. And there's a there's a lot of good coaches out there. Like I said, I know Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions out there. D'Amico Ryans, the mm-hmm. amazing defensive mom for the Niners out there. There's so many coaches, coaching options. Sean Chiefs Payne, OC. Chiefs, oh, I mean, come on now. Uh, there, there's just so many of them to where I'm yeah. like, we'll get a coach. I'm not worried about it. We'll get a coach. Yeah, quarterback, we got to get that right because, like you said, since Andrew Luck has left, we we just kind of struggled. We had the one year with Philip Rivers, we went to the playoffs, went eleven to five. Decent, right. Other than that, bro, we just been we, we've been struggling. We Back have a good forth. defense. We have a great running back when he's healthy. O line overall is good. I know we look weird this past year, and I'm sure we'll probably draft an O line in the second round and kind of just help help that out. But 
overall, like, we solid in a lot of places. We just need a quarterback. Yeah. No, I agree a thousand percent. And like to that same point, you know, obviously when you watch the game, especially in the playoffs now, I, I like you said, it's not the ability to like run, but you have to be able to extend plays. You yep. have to be able to extend plays in the league. Like you got Michael Parson coming off the ball. You got, you know, both coming Bosa. off the ball. <laughs> like you got guys like that that's coming off the ball, like ready to wreck shit. Like you have to be ready to move in the pocket to be able to extend plays. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest too. Like I think defensive backs have been doing a better job this year as well. Like I think last year for DBs, it had been a it was a long year, but um, you know, see a lot of more picks, a lot of more bat downs, and obviously. You know, it's a receiver uh, world when it comes to when the ball goes in the air as far as how a defensive, a defensive back can be able to defend the ball. But at the same time, I think defenders have been doing a better job with doing that. So how receivers are getting open now is now, you know, obviously once they get in a route, they're able to extend plays and continue to stretch the field and, and, and kind of move around just a little bit, which allows people to make plays um, as well. So obviously we've seen Tom Brady struggle a little bit uh, in that in that realm of things right now. So um very curious to see what he'll do, uh, you know, in his yeah, future endeavors. He didn't sound too, yeah, he didn't yeah. sound too, too, you know, uh, gun ho on coming yeah. back to, you know, the Buccaneers. He sound like he sound like it was a farewell speech, you know. I don't know if it was farewell to it the did. Bucks or farewell to the league. I know he has a contract ready for him whenever he's ready to retire at Fox Sports. He has a lot of options going on, so I don't know what he's going to do. So, so I'm, I made this comment at work today, and and don't call me crazy, okay? Now, if Purdy takes this team to the Super Bowl, right? I think he makes a name for himself to be the starting quarterback moving into the 2024 season. But okay, obviously Trey Lance is Trey Lance. I like I, I know the people in the Bay Area really love him, um, but I am not putting you know any more stock into that guy until we really see him start to do something that moves the pencil just a little bit. So I'm gonna go ahead and just say that Tom Brady will be moving to the Bay Area. All right, mm. he's either going he's either gonna jump to the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, and team up with uh, my boy. Adam. Yep, or he's gonna go play for the San Francisco 49ers. And I said the Bay Area. I'm sorry, I'm tripping. So he's in Las Vegas now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that's not about the Bay Oakland. Area, yeah, but yeah, yeah I'm thinking right. about Oakland, so Las Vegas. But now, but the Bay Area meaning San Francisco too. So he's going to be with the Raiders or the 49ers. So he will make another move before he retires, and it'll be Las Vegas or San Fran. We were talking about this at work, man, about the, the San Francisco move. It's like, I know that's the team he always wanted to play for. He grew up being a Joe Montana fan. He's from the Bay Area. But I'm just thinking, if I'm if I'm Kyle Shanahan and I got this, I got Brock Purdy, this young cat, you know what I mean? He's on a super rookie deal because, he, you know, he's Mr. Irrelevant. And he's out here playing well. He can only playing get better. He's playing with house money, but he's looking good, though. He's, he's mm -hmm. mobile. He can run. He's throwing off the run. Brady's not mobile. He can't move. He's standing right there in that pocket. You saw uh, against the Cowboys the other night, he ain't trying to take no hits. If he's about to get hit, he's throwing the ball and tucking. Yeah. Pretty young and strong and healthy. He don't mind getting hit. He don't mind taking chances. So I feel like I'm not saying Purdy's better than Brady right now, but I, I feel like, I mean, you're you going to take Brady for what, one year, maybe two years, or you're going to keep this Purdy guy who's young, and you got Trey Lance, who, who's young. And again, we can't – listen, I'm not big on Trey Lance yet either, but it's only because we haven't really seen anything yet. He played like, what, one or two games and got hurt. So it, let's not act like Trey Lance couldn't end up being really good either, especially in yeah, front of 49ers no, and Kyle Shanahan's offense. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it is kind of hard. Like, you bring Brady in there, and then what? It's going to be like – I guess Purdy is right back to the bench, and then Trey Lance has basically lost his spot because he got hurt. 
And now we're going to stick with Brady for what, one or two years? And then what? Brady, then Brady officially retired. And then you going to, I don't know, just it, it, it seems messy. Now, Raiders, I see Raiders. Like, that seems a little bit more just Derek Carr's Seamless, gone. Straight, yeah. Just boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. Brady wanted to go to the Raiders before he came to Tampa. Uh, but at the time, John Gruden stopped that, stopped that deal. He stopped that move. So, um, again, I could be wrong about the Niners, though. Like, it could happen. Like, I know that's the team he loves, but. If I'm Kyle Shanahan, I don't think I'm doing nothing. I'm keeping Purdy and, and Lance over Brady at this point. At this yeah. point, I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying no. I'm not I mean, you know, Brady's the goat. Like, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to. You know. Uh, you know, try to fix something that's not broke. Like everything's working right now. So I think you know. I'm speaking. I'm like almost like foreshadowing just a little bit because yeah. I just want to see what things will look like. You know, once they really get into, you know the the championship right so they start getting to those conference championships and things get a little heated and you know receivers start to lock on um you know get locked up a little bit and is, is he making those good passes because when you think about it like you know he's he's winning off a lot of play action a lot of misdirection where he's hitting tight ends in open field wide open wide open right so and i'm not taking another way from purdy yeah. but i just think the offensive play and some of the athletes has put him in a great position to be successful um but at the same time it's like I think the world still needs to see a little bit of what Purdy can do sitting in the pocket, making those precision type of throws. And that'll kind of give us a good idea of like, okay, is this guy really who we can invest in and, and continue to put time into? Because like you said, obviously that guy has youth on his side. Um, he's young mobility, and mobility, and he's being able to, you know, get that experience, right. Had his first playoff win right now, but ain't nothing like an experienced quarterback uh, coming in and, and being able to just hit the ground running. And obviously he's not mobile. So he lacks in a lot of areas that Purdy has, but and Brady, let's be real weapons, though, bro. bro. Brady know. didn't look that good either though. Let's keep it. He didn't. Let's he keep did. it Especially real. against the Cowboys. He looked against real the Cowboys, bad. Even this it's season, bad. he was okay. Did, so it's not like, did. I mean, he's missing throws too at this point. Like this ain't Brady. This ain't, this ain't Brady of a few years ago. We got to just make that clear. Uh, I'm, it, and, it's and not. I know it's the nostalgia of like, oh, my God. Well, listen, I as a coach fan, I, we got Matt Ryan this year. And I'm not saying Matt Ryan is Tom Brady. Obviously, we know that. But Matt Ryan is a fringe Hall of Famer. We, we look at his numbers. He's a fringe Hall of Famer, former MVP, went to Super Bowl. When he was in his prime, he was really, really, really good. We tried to go the old quarterback route, and you see what happened to us. So I'm just saying, 49ers, man, don't the, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. It's not. And with it's Kyle not. Shanahan, bro, his offense specifically, as you mentioned, they have a lot of it's a it's play action, double reverse, a lot of movement, a lot of trickery. Mm-hmm. To where I don't think they need just a traditional drop back in the pocket, three step quarterback. They don't need that. They have an amazing defense, first of all, to yeah, where the opposing true. offense ain't gonna really score that much. So it's like at the end of the day, as as my quarterback, just don't mess up that much. Be able to. Move around, be mobile, extend plays, find the open guy, re- make your reads. One ain't open, go to two, boom, check down, and like keep it simple. And I think Purdy's doing a hell of a job of that. I feel like we, I was, I was hesitant at first on him, but now it's like at some point you gotta just get, get it, pay this man this, this respect. This man doing, he doing what he's supposed to do. He, he he is. I got two things, two things, two things. Go ahead, here. talk to him. All talk right, to so him. first off. I just think the world needs to calm down on Tom Brady. I just think when every, whenever, and just like Russell Westbrook, it kind of gives me that vibe. Like when, when somebody has a bad, a, a bad year or a bad couple games, of course, like he doesn't have it no more. He's not this, he's not that. I just, people, people just need grace too. Like, even though this guy has a hell of a, hell of Super Bowls, like I think he still needs grace and, you know, people do have down years. So, you know, obviously age is, is definitely a telling sign Thank of you. him Thank slowing you. down. Thank age you. Is, a, is a telling sign, but, 
just because he's had a bad year does not mean that this is it for this guy. I think this guy can literally go in and play quarterback and be successful in any organization just because he's done this. He knows the game. He knows the sport. Like, And he's probably one of the quarterbacks that I think can be be successful without being able to be mobile in uh in the backfield. Second thing. Ooh, I, I'm going to comment on thing, that. Bro. I'm going to let you go, thing, but I, I'm going to respond to that. Second thing. I really, I really hate how so many people give Purdy so much credit, but then people be trying to be so hard on Jalen Hurts. Like this guy coming here, and obviously Purdy's doing a great job. He is, you know, mystery relevant and things like that. And they like he's this, he's that, and obviously he has a lot of things around him that makes him successful. But people are really just like all rah 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 with Purdy. But then you got a guy who's done so much in Jalen Hurts and people are still one foot in, one foot out on him. But people are so high on Purdy. That's the thing that pisses me off because I'm like. Why aren't y'all showing Jalen Hurst this much love like y'all showing Purdy? You know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me jump in real quick. First of all, Jalen Hurst was probably about to win MVP before he got hurt. I think we all can uh, yeah, a thousand percent. agree to that. A thousand percent. I, I think the reason I speak for myself while we were still like one foot in, one foot out, for me, I just need to see him do it in the playoffs. That was my thing. Because you remember mm -hmm. coming into this season, everybody was like, man, the Eagles got a really good roster, but right. it depends on how Jalen Hurst is going to play. Because the previous year, he was okay. He went all that. So right. just being real, I'm not, I love Jalen Hurts. Just he went not this mm -hmm. year. He came out, balled out MVP level, and it was like, okay, nah, this dude's the real deal. Now let's see what he's gonna do in the playoffs when it really counts. And we're gonna see him coming up this weekend. Obviously, they had a bye week because they had the number one seed. We right. will see him, we will he's see him up, upcoming and, and see how he actually performed. No one's saying to at least I, I the stuff I'm following people, I'm following people, I'm seeing only nobody saying Purdy's like better than Hurts. I just think. Because of the expectations were so low, because he's Mister Irrelevant. Like he's the last pick of the draft, so mm -hmm. it's like you don't expect somebody with the last pick of the draft to come in and be making plays like he's doing, to be playing with so much confidence. And like their offense hasn't haven't missed a beat. And if I'm being real, and I'm a Jimmy G guy, I like Jimmy G. Offense has actually been better with Purdy. So it's just like when you're Mister Irrelevant, it's just, it's just like that. It's, it's just he had lower expectations, and he super exceeded them. You know mm. what I'm saying? Where Jalen Hurts yeah, was, no, I, 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 get it a, I get it a thousand percent. You know I mean? But, I, but I just think analysts and stuff like that, like they, I think they just subconsciously like just put more weight on the black quarterback. Like mm. I think the weight is always more heavy on a black quarterback. Just like there are certain instances where people were saying how, you know, Lamar Jackson should have came back and played even though his knee, you know, uh, was, was messed up and things like right. that. Like I feel like there's always the pressure more so on a black quarterback to to be that perfect person than it is a quarterback who just comes in, Mr. Irrelevant, you know, wins a couple games, you know what I mean, does a great job. They sing his praises, you know, and then, you know, you got a quarterback who's won 12-plus games, you know, and their people are still one foot in, one foot out. I get the playoff thing. That is definitely a big a big statement um, where he has to win playoff games. But I just think, like I said, subconsciously, when you just hear from the outside looking in, it's just always one of those situations where I think, you know, they have it harder. That's just my, mm. that's just my thought. That's how I, I, that's how I view it. When I'm, I love it. When I'm watching ESPN, when I'm watching, you know, speak, when I'm watching situations like that, I'm, yeah. I'm watching and I'm listening on people really, you know, Hey, like Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, like you're being graded on a 10 point scale right here. Purdy, you're being graded on three point scale here. You get your three, you're good. Jalen Hurts, you get seven out of ten. Nah, it's it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of what. But I, you know what? I, I I okay. Using that example, I I agree with you. But again, I think it's because the expectations are higher for Jalen Hurts because he 
he was drafted. He was drafted higher. He was he he beat out Carson Wentz to be their number mm-hmm. one guy. So it was expectations were like thrown out there. Purdy, we didn't even know about Purdy until a couple weeks ago. We wouldn't even. He was never meant to start. He's right. a he's a third string. Right. So I'm saying for to be so for me to be the third string guy and to be performing this way, black, white, blue, green, purple, or orange. It's just like it. it, it I think people people are like shocked. It's like damn. Like most most second string guys can't keep keep things rolling with their team. Your third string guy, like in my opinion, and and we 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 can go there. In my opinion, with this particular situation, I think if Purdy was black, I think it would be the same praise. If this same situation, I'm not talking about bigger conversation. And, 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 and I and I agree too. I think I think the specific situation. He is, but overarching, uh, yeah. I just think the in general, you know, the you're pressure, saying yeah, that the, the pressure, pressure to return to to play while injured, or the the pressure to be the perfect quarterback, even when you're doing well, happens to be more like put on the backs of a black quarterback. I think. Um, Ooh, man, so that's I, a good conversation because, to have because, because because too, one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league is Josh Allen. And Josh yeah. Allen is probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, right? Number two. If probably, Josh yeah. Allen does not get it done this year, I guarantee you the feedback and the scrutiny he gets won't be as big if Jalen Hurts loses. Ooh, we're gonna see. I don't know. That's my thought, bro. And obviously, I'm thinking ahead. But like I said, when I'm hearing analysts speak and I'm hearing people put their thought out there to certain things, that's just what I perceive, you all. That's just my thought on it. I, I see ah I, I I know we don't have a lot of time. I, I think it depends on how they lose though. Right? Yeah, a thousand I think, percent. I think a thousand that percent. matters. Like yeah, if, if Jalen Hurts is the reason why they lost, he threw he's gonna throw three yeah. picks through one touchdown. Right. And then let's say the Bills lose as well, but Josh Allen throws four touchdowns throw one pick. Well, then it's gonna be different conversation. But let's just for conversation purposes, let's say they both lose, but they both put on like a decent performance, two touchdowns, two picks. My opinion, I disagree. I think mm. Josh Allen's going to get more simply because the Bills ha- were the favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. And the last few years, it's like, all right. I was like, is this the year? How they lose? Is this the year? How they lose? It's like, all right, they're the favorites this year. They lose this year. It's like, damn, like y'all lost again. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know where the Eagles, the Eagles kind of like, like, I, I don't think nobody, if you go back to the beginning of the season, Unless you were an actual Eagles fan, nobody mm-hmm. was just like right, the Eagles. Eagles about to be best team in the league. They're about to, they just started balling and it just kind of happened that way. Everybody knew the Bills was gonna be good. So to me, I I think I think Josh Allen got more pressure on on, on himself. And if he lose, especially if he's the reason why they lose, I think he's gonna get more because Jalen Hurts to me to me he has, he has like another like a great year almost like. Nobody knew Jalen Hurts gonna be an MVP this year. Like, come like, on, that's what somebody. I'm saying. You proved my point, bro. That's what I'm saying. Nobody right. knew anything. Yeah, that's, I get it. That. Almost the same level as 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 Purdy. Obviously, Purdy came out of out of the blue, and 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 Jalen Hurts is put on a level where it's better than Purdy. But this guy came out of nowhere, though. Like, he's this guy where people didn't really expect him to be this good. So right. for people to give him so much feedback as to being one foot in one foot out that's what i'm saying like like but, people didn't ah. think he was gonna be this good like like i, I know i know we, we gotta go but like that's what i'm saying like i just can't wait to, to see everything pan out obviously Me i too. want football to go as slow as possible y'all because football is almost over and i'm sad but yeah. we got a few games left and i want to see how things pan out because people are hard on my boy dak prescott 
obviously he does deserve it because he 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 makes a lot of money and he does cost a lot of turnovers. But I do yeah. think he gets a lot of pressure, uh, you know, for being a quarterback Dallas as media well. Too. Yeah. The Dallas media and in the Cowboys world is is no joke. Um, so. We can get into it, man. It's, it's, we can it's get into it, bro. It's a big conversation. That, man, that I really got a lot of thought on that I literally just sit down and watch people just, you know, go in on, on specific quarterbacks and watching them sub- subconsciously talk about specific situations in, in different quarterbacks. And it, it, it kind of has my brain, you know, twiddling a little bit. But we can get into it. Obviously, yeah. we, we can save it for another show. But, um, man, this was another good one, man. This was this – was, this was, it was man. It's another good one, man. I'm, I'm over here. I, I'm ready to Damn. go. We got the. I'm sorry. <laughs> we gotta remember this one, boy. We gotta remember this one, man. Oh, uh, man. Definitely a good one, man. And again, before we completely transition off the show, we do have some uh, big games coming up this weekend. Divisional round. We got the Jaguars and Chiefs. And below, mm. I don't know if you are you cuckoo. We're making picks real quick before we we close out. I want to put you on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Got? So I'm I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say Jags um, Chiefs. Who you got? I got the Chiefs. I'm, I got the Chiefs. Easy. Um, I think the Jags. Shout out to them for you know uh, one of the biggest comebacks in playoff history. Deficit. You know what I mean? The, the Chargers coach definitely des- deserves to lose his job uh, for letting that uh, that game slip away in the playoffs. He did so lose it. <laughs> I'm gonna go. With the, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, and then uh, obviously the Bills play the Bills and Bengals, bro. That's a that's a hell of a game. That, that's a real good game. That's a hell of a game, bro. Now, I'm gonna go with the Bills, but I woo, I'm gonna go with the Bills too. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bills just because. And obviously, we about to go, man. It's a whole nother conversation. But if Lamar Jackson was playing in that game against the Bengals. Ravens win by at least two touchdowns. Easy. Uh-oh. Huntley, Say it. Huntley, Say Huntley's, it. Huntley is a great quarterback, but I just think some of his no, no, uh, he's a good quarterback. I want the all great. No, yeah, he's a good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's a, right. he's a he's a good quarterback. I think yeah. he did what he needed to do for a backup quarterback. But to be put in that space in the playoffs, I think he just he just made a lot of decisions that he wasn't necessarily prepared for. I mean, he fumbled like, at the goal line. If he don't fumble that one yard line, bro, boom. they score they scored a touchdown. Our, the game our, 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 I mean, bro, over. You know the uh, you know the the kind of the RPO where he was yeah. running up down the field and he got hauled. Lamar Jackson is scoring that, bro. Like he just ass and elbows. He 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 in the end zone. That's two touchdowns right there. That's two tutties. Easy. You know what I'm saying? So and it took a long time for my man uh Joe Burr to uh <laughs> you know heat up a little bit too. So I mean we'll see, bro. Um it'll it'll be a definitely a good game if they matchups do matter though. You know the Bengals and Ravens they play they see each other twice a year. They're in the same mm-hmm. division. So sometimes those games are always a little tougher. So just because just because there was a close one against the Ravens doesn't More mean that they're edge. not gonna perform better against the Bills. With that being said, we both got the Bills. Next got one we Bills. got Giants and Eagles. Eagles now Eagles easy. just came off of a bye week. Easy easy 14 point spread too. I'm throwing it out there. They fresh my boy Jalen, my boy Jalen back. We got my boy AJ Brown. We got my boy Devontae Smith. Like, we about to go crazy. Defense got fresh legs. Hold on, we? Hold on, who going crazy? I don't, the Bears not in the playoffs, I don't think. Uh, hey, come on now. Hey, come on now. Hey, look, 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 y'all. I ain't going to even lie, y'all. I, hey, I stopped at the first stop, and it was the Eagles train, okay? I jumped on the bandwagon, y'all. So I had Choo-choo! the first stop coming, and I got my Eagles going all the way to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to let it ride. I like that, man. I, I'm picking the Eagles, too, but I think it's going to be a closer game. I think it's going to be real tight. I think the Eagles are, are going to eventually end up winning by eight points, but mm. Saquon Barkley looking good. He's running he's hard. Good. He's healthy. First time he's been healthy like this is his rookie year, and he's looking like one of the best backs in the league. And got to shout out to Daniel Jones, man. Coming to this season, they was ready to write Moving him off. Pocket. They was talking about, hey, man, this guy, like, he he's about to be done. About to be a backup quarterback. John's going to get rid of him. 
This man had a hell of a season, and he balled out in his first game. He's running around good, throwing throwing dimes. Danny Dons, man. Danny but dimes. it won't be enough against the Eagles. The Eagles just stacked everywhere, and they got that rest. Last one right here, Bolo. This is a good one. This, this is a historic matchup. Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco mm. 49ers in the Bay Area. Who you going that with? That is the game of the week. And that that is the game that probably has me the 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 biggest, like the, the biggest, like I'm just confused. Like I, I I just don't know. Like these are two really good teams. If Dallas goes in and play like they played uh this past week, it's gonna be a long day for San Fran. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna go ahead and go with my 49ers just because Dak. I haven't really seen Dak play in big games against great defenses where he's throwing the ball as efficiently like he did against the Buccaneers. So if, if he's able to do that, then th- then they'll be be contenders. But I just don't see him playing great against that that 49ers defense. So we'll just see. Yeah, man. I mean, Cowboys are capable of being the Niners, but they're going to need – like their defense is going to have to win the game. Like Michael yes. Parsons is going to have to have the game of his life. He's going to have to harass Brock Purdy uh, because – Outside of Brock Purdy, bro, the Niners, they're loaded everywhere. Ooh. And they're the most physical team in the NFL. When I watch them play, you could you could put the TV on mute, and you just know that they, they're just faster, bigger, stronger, they and they hit harder than everybody, bro. When they snap the ball on offense, everybody's sprinting. The O-line is in great shape. They're pulling. Trent Williams is knocking pants off. Mm. On defense, you got Fred Warner over there on, on, on the linebacker position. Nick Bosa, who's going to probably be defensive player of the year, 18 and a half sacks. Like, they, got just all, they got an all-pro safety, too. All pro say, bro, they got just dogs literally yeah, everywhere, bro. This hidden shit. Jimmy Ward, they got Jimmy Ward Come out on, there, bro. So it just, it's like, man, I just, it's tough for me. The only way the Niners lose is if the Cowboys defense come ready to like, I'm talking about go. And the Cowboys can do that. They got one of the better defense as well. Michael Parsons, he's a lion. And again, we, we've been praising Brock Purdy, but he's still Mr. Irrelevant, which means, and he's a rookie. Which means, man, so he can gotta, he can, he can have up. a real bad game. Like it's not like a surprise. So, uh, but with that being said, bro, I'm going with the Niners, man. I gotta go with the Niners. I'm gonna go I, with the Niners too, bro. They just look too good. So, and and I think too, like especially for the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys never have a happy medium. Either they're playing great or they're playing bad. So, <laughs> uh, there may be a situation where it may get ugly. Um, so I'm a I'm gonna probably go about 14, 14 point spread too. Uh. Ooh. With uh, the Niners winning, with the Niners winning the game, yep. Got a couple blowouts, man. Well, we shall see, man, what happens. Like you said, Bolo, another great episode. Ooh. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on all platforms. You know, the V Porch Podcast underscore on Instagram for our audio listeners. We are on Apple, Spotify. I mean, Google Podcasts, Believe, you name it, we're there. And obviously, our visual viewers are right here on caffeine and if you ever missed the caffeine stream we still got our youtube channel man make sure you follow and subscribe to porch podcast on youtube as well bolo yes sir and you know how we ended the show man make sure you do something that makes you happy man y'all be safe y'all love each other man and make sure that the best you is the best you and we out peace started on the porch that was where it all began had to put in work every day we got it in Chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated What do we bleed? Came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunting defeat People don't
us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets Thinking we stunning the sea We came from nothing to something, now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason, we put in work every day of the week Every month, every season So many schemes, had to go off of the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end Woman up pots, cooking ramen at times That was all we was eating Now we be feasting Five star restaurants every week Whole team dripped in cloth and it's seen They looking hard when we step on the scene Call us out cats, we so fresh and so clean Ain't about cats, please don't ask for a meeting Just hit the stoop, got the spaz on the beat Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet Just play it cool when I tax you the fee We need a pool in the back with a cord and a board And go jump off and splash for the heat Live for the day cause the past can't determine the future Or where you gon' actually be Keep staying present, our presence a blessing It's all that we have and we actually need I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting Attaching to leech I am no pastor but actually preaching Look up these letters and actually read That was where it all began Had to put in work Every day we got it in We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy We achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated If we link Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.